Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Athlete CEO. I'm your host, Eric Averill, founder of AWM Capital, where we partner with our clients to unlock the full potential of their wealth for maximum impact. And one of the things that we believe to at the core of AWM is that the greatest driver of your net worth is your human capital. And so this podcast, the Athlete CEO podcast, is dedicated to bringing you the tools, the tactics, and access to the best experts out there to help you unlock your full potential. And so we are joined once again by our resident peak performance coach, the founder of all things performance, Josiah Igano. Joe, welcome back to the podcast. What's going on, Eat man? Good to be here, man. I'm excited to jump into this topic today because life rarely goes as planned, yeah. right? Um, and that could be just in general, but we also know what makes people great are the in-game adjustments. And yes. that could be in the boardroom. It could be in the middle of a family mm -hmm. and definitely on the field, you know, in on the court is these in-game adjustments. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to dive into today is to talk about release text techniques, uh, just resets. Can you mm -hmm. give us a little background and framework of what release techniques are? Absolutely. So you you said it, R&R, &R, um, resets. Resets are a huge one, uh, especially when you're talking about an athlete or any type of high-level performer. Uh, and then the term release technique is something that I attribute to uh, my late friend and the luminary that is Dr. Ken Revisa. Um, he, he talked about that extensively in his, in his work. Uh, and so I just want to take a moment to, you know, to give that, give him that due. Um, he's somebody who has had a tremendous impact uh, on my career. Uh, he was the, he was the only one uh, who fully took me in and fully was just like, Hey, this is what to do. This is how to, how to do it. This is what to expect. This is how you need to position yourself. Um, he was the main one. Uh, and so when you start when you start talking about release techniques, release techniques are, in essence, you know, a routine, something that you do when things start to bubble up. Right. Give up a homer, uh, give up a touchdown in coverage. Uh, you know, something happens. You walk a guy, you miss two free throws, whatever the case may be. A release techniques, a release technique helps you to reset. And so um what you're doing in essence is you're transferring that frustration in a physical manner uh, to something that represents that transfer. So let's say this is, you know, this, this, uh, this blade of grass or this plant right here um, is at my disposal. Um, a release technique says, Hey, listen, I'm going to take my, I just give up a Homer. I'm going to squeeze this blade of grass, transfer my frustration there. You know what I'm saying? And then on to the next one. Right. If it's a rosin bag, I'm a, if I'm a pitcher, I'm going to squeeze that rosin bag, pick it up, transfer my 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 frustration onto the next one. If I'm a you know, if I'm a football player, you know, I don't want to probably slam my football helmet. But again, I can pinch a, uh, a blade of grass. Um, I can, you know, I can squeeze something um, like my gloves, something that I can use to transfer my energy and then on to the next one. Uh, I will say this before we open it back up here is that. Every sport is played one pitch at a time, one snap at a time, one play at a time. It's one at a time, right? Uh, that's where a lot of athletes, a lot of performers get into trouble is that they carry over, they carry over the stresses, the failures from a previous at-bat, a previous play, a previous snap, 
and it 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 culminates into this this uh, 800 pound gorilla that we're trying to overcome and so you know again i will take the moment and and, and say thank you for uh everything that dr kenneth revisa uh contributed to the world of psychology because he was big on that one pitch at a time one play at a time yeah and just just hearing you share all of that, here's the interesting thing for all of us athletes, especially as baseball athletes that have come through it. You may not know uh, Dr. Ken Reveza's name, but you are implementing so much of what he laid the foundation oh, for. Yeah. You know, I think back to my days of Southern California high school baseball in, in the early 2000s. I mean, Cal State Fullerton baseball this was like one of his meccas, right? And so anytime you've seen a baseball player stare at a bat before they go into the box, mm -hmm. there he is, right? Or um, the literally the, the uh, impact he had of Kevin Costner with clear the mechanism and for love of the game, mm -hmm. Dr. Ken Reveza. Mm -hmm. And so I think of these, these luminaries that we are so thankful that, right, we always stand on the shoulders of the giants before mm -hmm. us. And uh, so thankful for the work and the, 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 you know, foundation that he's built for us. But what you just said, we all know it. It's moment to moment, pitch by pitch, mm -hmm. snap by snap, very simple, insanely difficult to yeah. do. Can you talk about one of the other things that I heard you say is these are pre-established routines. Right. So much of where we don't know how to deal with when things don't go right is if we haven't practiced these moments and haven't figured out proactively how to respond. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how to maybe establish some of these release techniques? Absolutely. Great question. You know, the mindset that you have is the mindset that you have earned by the way that you have continually think and reacted, right? So I'm gonna say that again. The mindset that you have is the mindset that you have earned by the way that you continually think and react, right? So you and I are both, we are both products of our conditioning, right? So when certain things happen, when people cut us off on the freeway, you are gonna act a certain way, I'm gonna act a certain way. When our kids, you know, throw a temper tantrum, you know, you're going to act a certain way. I'm going to act a certain way. It's, it's our conditioning. So the question that you bring up is powerful because with these release techniques and with anything, I don't care if you, I don't care what profession you are. I don't care if you're a chef. I don't care if you're a surgeon. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a lawyer. You have to have your tools before you enter into the arena. <laughs> yes. You have to have them. You don't show up for a surgery and say, oh, hold on, guys. I got to go back home and get my scalpels. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. we ain't doing that. You know what I mean? So, so you have to have these mindsets established in these, uh, uh, these I, don't, I hate to use the word reactive procedures, mechanisms established, but you have to have these techniques established before you get into high stress. So the best place to toy uh, around with these or to tinker with them or to, uh, to see if you like them or not is during practice. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go and practice, when you go and train, you know, if I get frustrated, what's my technique going to be? Am I going to find a focal point, you know, in, in the outfield? Am I going to look at the field goal post? Uh, you know, am I going to uh, key in on a certain area, a uh, uh, signage in, in the rafters? Am I going to squeeze a blade of grass? Am I going to transfer that energy, you know, um, to a to a fist like like you know that I'm you know that I'm making here? Like, what is it going to be? 
whatever it is for you, you have to establish that beforehand. If not, you are going to um, see the tantrums. Just go on YouTube right now. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus and say any names, but just go on YouTube right now and just see tantrums, you know, that are thrown by professional athletes. Their release technique that or those tantrums could have been avoided if they had a release technique. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. hey, here here is, you know, my sign that things are, you know, you know, getting out of control. Let me just rub some, you know, let me just wipe off that dirt oh, from the yeah. rubber. Let me just take my hat off. You know what I'm saying? Clear my brow. Let me look at, you know, another let me look at the completely opposite direction at a specific letter in a specific sign and stare at it for two seconds before I get back to work, right? You have to have these things pre-established before you enter into the arena of competition. And it's different for everybody. It could be a word, it can be an action, it, but the, a lot of times when we're talking about release techniques, it is a physical transfer that symbolizes me giving my frustration away and me resetting. It's the difference between an amateur and a pro. It's what you're yeah. talking about of taking ownership to say, I'm going to choose how I respond when, not if, mm -hmm. but when things don't go the way that I would want them to, have I practiced, have I put the work in, have I done what it takes to be able to respond quickly to get back on it mm -hmm. the next moment to the next moment. And it's something that we harp on so much, whether it comes to your career, whether it comes to your money, whether it comes to your relationships. Overall, it's it's an ownership mentality to say, you know what, if you're not practicing during non-game time, right? When the, when the lights turn on or you walk into the boardroom, if you haven't practiced, mm -hmm. you're practicing in the most important moment of your life, why do you expect to have master results? Why do you expect to be elite of the elite when you haven't put the work in? Mm. And I think that these are these are the nuances when people ask, why is somebody who has the same talent level or at times just from a pure talent level less than some of the other people yeah. in their peer group why are they the best in the world at what they do? And I think it's things like this is they go, oh, well, they're just born with it. Maybe, probably not, you know? And I think that that's a, it's a really uh, convicting thing for myself, but I think with our audience of going, mm -hmm. you know what? You, we've heard this a million times. Control what you can control. Yeah. You can control this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Dr. Revisa said that a ton. Control the controllables, you know, even something as simple as, you know, controlling your breathing. When you control your breathing, you can control your performance, right? Control the controllables, you know, and uh, to, to your point about practice, I mean, it's powerful what you said. Like, why, why would you decide to now practice in a high stake situation? And speaking about practice, Pele, you know, one of the world's most acclaimed uh, footballeros, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Soccer players. <laughs> he said something that I'll never forget. He said, Everything is practice. Everything. My posture, the way I speak, the way I react, the way I, you know, the way I eat, the way I drink, the way I, uh, uh, you know, engage, everything is practice. Yeah, I love it. Another way it's said differently is uh, <laughs> in a book, getting focused, staying focused, uh, no special moments that if it's something that I've trained for, mm -hmm. right, at some point it's just play. 
yep. is they're for the master craftsmen. Uh, and, and I give all the credit to uh, EJ, who is one of our team members, because I don't know who this actual quote goes to, but I read it also in, in the Patagonia book, uh, Let My People Go Surfing, is you shouldn't, it should be confusing that you don't know if somebody's at work or play because it's their craft, it's their it's their passion, mm -hmm. it's their expertise that you know what, I've put in so much of the work to be able to control myself, right? And, and what I need to do to perform moment to moment because we actually get very comfortable knowing that we don't have a crystal ball and that it's not gonna roll out the way that we want. Mm -hmm. But if we have put the work in, we know that that we are going to be able to succeed over the long term. And so, you know, this has been super helpful to me. I know in previous podcasts, we've we've talked about all these different type of techniques you can do. A large part of it is, is have you put the work in before the uncertainty shows up so mm -hmm. that you can perform at this highest level. And so for the audience, hopefully this has been a helpful conversation around release techniques. Head over to athleteceo.com. You can get access to the show notes and please reach out to us. Josiah has been gracious enough to make sure that you guys have access to all of his contact information where he can break down some more specifics of release techniques that can work for you in your specific situation. So highly encourage you to reach out to us. And until next time, stay humble, stay hungry, and always be a pro. 